I'm sorry, I was muted that whole time. Anyway, what I was saying was, I hope I sound okay because normally I'm on my my Beats headphones, which normally sound really, really, really good um, compared to the AirPods. I noticed that to be honest. Um, but I'm, you know, outside during my vacation. I took some time away from my normal um, TV shows or whatever, and I took a night where I took some time to watch the Lizzo watch out for the big girls, which is actually on Amazon prime. And I knew about it coming on before it came on. I couldn't wait for it to come on. And so I wanted to talk about it. I want to take my time about it. So I kind of, this is myself. Stuff's going on on Instagram, all kind of sometimes teas dropping. I get it, but I really wanted to get into this story. The only way I could do it is to step back for a second. So, and also with this, reality show it's not like any other reality show it's different but first let's start with the dancers and then we'll get into the show okay uh let's start with asia i have my music on asia she is 23 she's a dancer from cali she was raised in alabama she started dancing at the age of four she started taking it really, really serious after she lost her dad. And she continues to dance in this memory, which is beautiful. She's a trained dancer, praise and majorette dancer. And she studied <clears throat> African hip hop. She's also, this is the captain. She's be a captain of HBCU Alabama State Honeybees. So that's, that's Asia. Sorry, I kind of like blank for a second okay uh let's see we got sydney oh my god i love hitting sydney because she got the hips like me plus she is in houston texas let's go she's 24 dancing from houston texas and she's been dancing since she was three and of course she was a cheerleader you could just tell um she started cheerle- started doing it at around seven um she did it for uh Texas or junior high school. Then her, she was in varsity high school. All that stuff. She did the dance team. She even got Division One, and she's also in New York. I guess she traveled like a lot. Her mother was a dance teacher, and then she also danced at the Allen Ailey Wow School in New York. Um, she's also a curve model, and she's an influencer on, on social media. Wow, interesting. I think she's cute as a button, Ariana. Ari, what we called on the show. I mean, I, they had a full name out here. Um, she's a 20-year-old dancer from Indianapolis. She is technically trained dancer since she was two. Hers is ballet, tap, jazz, and musical theater and lyrical contemporary, hip-hop, and modern. Um, she loved dancing. It helps her express her emotions, and she went through, like, a loss like we all did um, during COVID. This girl is a hustler. She's done Sunday school teacher, barista, Broadway merchant seller. Okay. All right. Let's see. Uh, who is that? Who is next? Um, Charity. 35. I didn't, I didn't realize she was a little bit older. 35. Oh, yes, I did because she talked about it. A dance instructor from Charlotte. She would dance since she was in middle school. She's uh, 
done a few different styles. It's just that hip hop is her favorite. She teaches at a local dance studio in Charlotte. Founded, founded her own plus size dance troupe, 4032 in 2016. That's pretty cool. Okay. That is pretty cool to me. Um, I like little mama. Isabel. See, I fell in love with these girls. We will get to a bunch of I just want to introduce you to the girls. The girls. <laughs> Watch out for the big girls. Hey, Isabel. She's 25 from the Bay Area, California. And she's been dancing since she, before she could walk. Her mom signed her up for hip hop class at five, but she trained the hip hop and contemporary dance styles. Her strongest thing is K pop dancing. That is a really is a big thing. Um, the stuff she said about K-pop, K-pop, like really, really, really tripped me out. It did. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll get into that too, but it just tripped me out how things affected K-pop. I didn't know a whole lot about it. Kiara, she's 26 from New Jersey. She's been dancing since she was two. Her dance is African dance. Oh yeah, I can tell. Uh, African people's after school. Her, her background must be African. Her, she's been training hip hop to very Afro beats. Interesting. Oh, my girl. And I, I we got to break down her too. We got to break Jasmine down. Okay. She's 31. And she is a mama of two babies, and she's from Queen, New York. She took her first dance at eight. It wasn't until she was about 11 years old uh, during the time, she, a, a ballet class that she knew what she needed to do. She was going to do hip hop. She was pop locking. I could tell she has all that funk groove and she freestyles. She's amazing. Street jazz, tap jazz, ballet, modern, West African dance, and lyrical. But hip hop is her home. She graduated from the Frank Sinatra School of Arts. And she's also majored in drama in uh, Long Island. Wow. Wow. I have my, we're going to get into that. I want to, I want to, we're going to talk about, I'm going to just show you the rest of the ladies. Okay. And we'll get into it. Don't take the picture down download. I'll show them, see it up here. Wait a minute. Oh, see, that's it. Okay. Let me get my wish switch up here. I don't know how that happened. That is so... Now, for a second, I'm going to meet myself for two seconds. All right. I had to enter as myself 
in the in the other device to add it because it's not on this device. <laughs> My bad. My bad, y'all. I'm like, why does this have to happen to me? Uh where are we at? Moisha. Everybody say Moisha. I forget how the words you got Moisha. I'm not trying to say that everyone with the Isha has to be, you know, black or whatever. But when I, when you hear like an Isha or somebody else, you're like, okay. She's 24. Uh, Broadway stylist. Yes, because she's known for her style. I love her hair. Like, seriously. The color is. Mm. She's a costume designer, dancer, dancer, instructor, dresser, costume supervisor, wig designer, singer, and choreographer from Bronx, New York. She was dancing she was two years old and is trained in hip-hop, street jazz, and voguing. Mm. Hold up. Let's see. Let me tell you something. What I'm about to say, I was just talking about her being black, and then it says Moesha is black and was adopted into a Puerto Rican family when she was young. This is a trip. See, I love getting that behind-the-scenes stuff. Wow. She had 10 siblings between her adopted biological family. She also is a power member of the LGBTQ community. That is super interesting. All right, Mama. Jayla. She is 33-year-old dancer from Portland, Oregon, and she was raised in Buffalo, New York. She was actually a gymnast, explains how she's so... She'd been dancing since she was like 10 years old and trained in 12 different dances. My God. Tap, jazz, batter, ballet, modern. She's not dancing. She's also works with makeup artists, and she does drag brunches and performs. I think this should be the last one. Ashley. I don't have Ashley either up there. This is a travesty. Okay. Give me one more second, y'all. Oh, my God. I just realized Esther's there the whole time. See, I'm doing too much. I'm sorry, y'all. That's what you call embarrassing. Ashley. She's 27. She began she was five. She was training bad. That's why you see her doing the, the twirl. Tap jazz, lyrical hip-hop, majorette. She also was a majorette on the campus of HBCU. She also toured with uh, Pierre Sherrod. Uh, Interesting. And she's also on YouTube. I'm about to check her out. 
All right. I'm sorry, y'all, for the two interruptions. So, Lizzo, watch out for the big girls. And the way they was moving, I looked, looking to myself, I know I just cannot. I cannot dance. This is a reality competition show. Lizzo, watch out for the big girls on Amazon Prime. Okay. They got to recruit some new backup singers. And I think with 13, they end up being 10. They can go into the big girls' mansion. And then there's going to be four girls, four actual backings, a single a place before Lizzo's next big concert at the Bonnaroo Music and Arts Festival in Tennessee. Okay, the one thing that is that seriously, all the girls are big. It's not no knock, but all the girls are big and all different sizes, and they're all beautiful. The reason why I really was like, I, I got so into the show is because I'm not a size two. Now, I don't know if they would consider me to be a big girl, but I do. And really, the big girl thing, I just don't even look at like I'm a big girl or anyone else. I just look at somebody like, oh my God, like the girls on there with everything, like from the makeup to their hair. Where they move to me, that's what I was looking at. I've never looked at a woman that was a, a size bigger, and I think they can't be sexy because to me, they was exuding sexuality and, and femininity, all these different things. So I was like, for me, I was like, look, the first episode I was there from the when they first come out, little sitting in there, they're doing a one, two, uh, 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 uh. I'm like, get it. I'm like, getting up, knowing I can't. I mean, I can do a little pop pop, but they was doing like the Debbie Allen. You know. So anyway, allegedly, they the agencies were not able to give Lizzo, you know, plus size. They would always give them just, you know, size zero dance girls or whatever. So Lizzo had to take it, take it. You know, I remember that was advertising like a year ago or so. I could see on TikTok she was saying, but the big girls, I just didn't know what it was about. It was for this. The thing about the body positivity and loving yourself is so much rep representation. I cannot talk. And this whole entire situation is everything. Okay. And they're all different ages and everybody is trained, which obviously I read out to you. There's so many different stories that they all have about losing everything, the struggle, um, just trying to make it, trying to come up. You know, and even Lizzo expressing herself with the girls because they all can identify with some of the situations. You know, we all have had problems, but it's different when your size. People make a big deal about being a size, whatever. We all know that. So anyway, like I was saying before, the girls in the beginning, they're doing their little eight counts, they're freestyling or whatever. I thought I was telling you guys, I was really into it. The way they just kind of, because I pitch people like, oh, you think they're going to uh, uh, do anything? Da, da, da. I was like, uh-uh. It's going to be everything. I already knew it's going to be everything. I already knew it when I was watching them dance. So, um, they have to have the choreography, which is really, really hard. And that goes for any, I don't care what, you could just tell. All right, it's they want you to learn the ropes because it's like, it's like she's saying, when you get on that stage, 
and you're dancing with her. Okay? You have to be able to handle the different instructions or whatever, and then that's stamina. I think it was the third one where we saw Crystal. Well, we thought it was going to be really sad. Crystal got straight into the entourage. Lizzo says, you're built for this. The sky's the limit. It was wonderful. It was. Everybody looking on like, that could be me. But in my opinion, you know, seeing her go home like that, I was like, okay. Not go home, sorry. Going to it where she knew it. First of all, I love that. Because instead of you making them wait, you already knew she was ready for that. And you already put her in it. I was completely addicted watching the first, because at first I was like, so <laughs> the 13 girls, when they come in there, they have two groups. They learn the choreo, and then they have the dance battle. Two dancers don't make it. She only has room for 10. So instead of cutting the third one, she just tells her to go on the tour, okay? And that's the ultimate prize. And I'm like, to me, and she says she's making the rules. I thought that was awesome. Because most shows, she's like, you got to wait, wait. She's like, look, I already know she's ready. So she only, has, she only has 10 for the competition and everybody in this house. So she gave out these prizes at the end of every episode. I'm not going to lie. I really wasn't crazy about that. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, I just didn't understand every time, every time they have, every time they have an episode. Okay, who can be have the juice? It's like a little juice box. So the other one was a hundred percent, hundred percent that. It was cute, but I don't know why I got a little annoyed with it. But I was trying to get to, get to you know, get to the end. The meat potatoes. So anyway, watching each of the episodes and them having to compete, it was hard. And I cannot think of her name as a Tanisha. She, her dance instructor was like really hard on them too. And I didn't even look at it like it was a really bad thing. I was like, she was taking it seriously where it's like, if I'm going to put these girls in a show with me, and she said, you also got to show I me, mean, back me up on the stage. She was keeping it real. I can't have you in the show and you guys can't handle it. Now, one of the things I wanted to talk about, because let's see, who ended up getting sent home? The, first, uh, the one that bothered me the most. Hold on.
I'm going to tell you why, as far as Jasmine. Jasmine was in the house, and I felt like Jasmine was extremely ready to go on tour with Lizzo from the very first episode. She had so much knowledge. Her mistake is when she started showing everybody, this is what I can do, and not doing it in a show-off type of way, like when she was trying to show everybody how to dance and all that. The reason why I say that is because once she did that, she did become a threat. And she probably didn't even realize it. So once you become a threat, everything you say is negative to everybody. Each person that was like, she thinks she can dance. or oh, she's, Even though <laughs> you did go a little bit hard. When you just, and I don't think it was hard. I get what she was like, said, girl. You know, I get what she said that to them. They was like. To me, I was like, I popped off in a mini way with some strangers. It, it was like way more than that. But I was like, all she said was, girl. And everybody was like, you know, calm down. I was like, and then I felt like in a most, most unpopular vote, I felt like they all was coming at her so crazy. And what I'm saying is this. She probably did come off a little arrogant in some cases. Yes, she did. But I felt like Everybody else defend themselves just fine. They would come to them. And also, when she was like, you called me out, and she was like, baby, I'm sorry. I'm like, you did call her out. Who was it who called her out? Was that? What was it? Love them glasses. I can't remember which one called her out, but when she called her out, real talk, I can understand why she's upset. It's like, why would you use me as an example when you know that everybody in the house having issues? What I'm trying to say is it doesn't take much to build a narrative, especially where black women are concerned. It doesn't take much to build a narrative where everybody is, oh, she's negative. Oh, she has an attitude. Now, when Lizzo said that she had ears, I believe it when she said she'd been knowing that there was a situation. My problem is, why is it that if you knew about the problem, that nothing was done to address it? I'm not saying to go in there and babysit, be, you know, nothing like that. I'm not even saying her, but for somebody to go in there and say, look, you guys know. And because and they're being watched. And the thing about it, somebody had to go in there and tell on Jasmine and say, you know, Jasmine's being this, Jasmine being that. I saw a few times when she was trying to speak. Now, you use a word like intimidated. When you use a word like intimidated, That will upset somebody. Because it'll make them try to say that, oh, I'm intimidated by you. How? You see what I'm saying? It's I'm not saying that she should not be able to say what she wants to say or whatever. I am saying just being in the house with a bunch of girls, I do understand what Lizzo is saying that she wants them all to get along. But I did feel like that Jasmine at one point in time kind of shut down. She shut down because uh, I think she felt like people were ganging up on her. Now, I, mean, I can't speak for her at all. I cannot. I may be completely wrong. But if you feel like people are just ganging up on you, how would you 
How would you take that? Because when she danced, it just looked like she belonged up there dancing as the Lizzo. But I understand what Lizzo was saying too. Like I said, she wanted all the girls to get along. Now, Isabel, who I wanted to talk about earlier, was into the K-pop. And she has a problem with that because of, you know, her Korean heritage. Being sexy and all that, you know, trying to show herself that it's really a big deal. You know, and Jasmine, well, Jasmine, she just said that's her New York being direct. I get have a personality like that. Charity, she's struggling with the colorism and the natural hair situation. But Jayla, I really was like, oh, man, everything to me. She, a trans woman, her freestyling, how she flipped everywhere. I was really rooting for her 100%. One of my favorites. The way they brought so many different things in. And then when they got up there and performed and got to be dressed up. Tanisha Scott has, has always been everything. But she was everything in the show. She was. The way she talked to the girl while she helped the girls and dancing. It was just. Even when she was talking about as far as. Her hair, being a black girl working, um, I'm sorry, working, going to school with, just to be honest, with white kids, you know, I dealt with that, with uh, Ashley was talking about as far as being, it, 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 I, I'm telling you, have your hair in a different hairstyle? Oh, how do you do, I'm not, I'm not uh, Sydney, I'm sorry, Sydney. The experience that Sydney was talking about as far as being black and all that, it, I dealt with it. It was insane. So it's a lot of stories I was identifying with. I was identifying with Jasmine and being an aggressive black woman and people being put off by it. The way they were talking about your body, the way they were getting through the emotional part, but also showing you know, big girls, I guess you want to say that big girls are, like I said, gorgeous, can do moves and flips and all kind of things. And it's just amazing to me. The show is really good. It's a good, I hope she does it another season. I'm not saying she could just constantly add girl, but stuff happens. Girls, they get married, move on. It can become a thing. And then how they had the seasoned girls there. I think season top bride for a little while. Um, yeah. And I enjoyed the episode as well. The way she just was on the couch enjoying herself, watching the ladies. It was just, a, I felt like I was a part of the group. I know I'm not. Got emotional when the girls cried. It was not a typical show. It was very emotional, very therapeutic. I would recommend 
popcorn, wine, tissue. Those three things in that order when you are watching this show. But I want to talk about one more time before I get out of here. Ja- the way Jasmine um, ended up leaving because the winner ended up the winner. Uh, well, they all, the only people that didn't who got uh, I know Sydney and um, those two ended up or was it three? They ended up not being on there besides Jasmine at the very end. Isabel, for sure, they did not. And I thought Sydney really was trying for it. She hurt her foot, everything. I just thought, man. But what I want to say is when Jasmine ended up leaving, the way it was done with, with Jasmine had spoke, and Jasmine spoke out. And I, I really hate she had said all that saying, I'm a confident woman, but I had a few running with the ladies. Then all of a sudden she was like, you know, you stay or whatever. And she told her, she said, well, you've had problems. Give the lady, da, 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 da. And then she was like, say goodbye. She says, you're going home. I, I, for some reason, I didn't agree with that because I was like, it was no warning or anything. You just straight sent her home because you had heard some things were going around in the house and she was involved with other women. I understand the whole thing, but was there anything done? See, I, I'm speaking on it saying, I don't know, but I'm saying, was anything done before she was sent home? Or was it just, oh, you heard about it, and then they sent her home? That's my thing about it. I would love to know that, because that's not fair if that's the case. I don't know. Life is not fair, and it's a show. You do what you want to do, Lizzo. I'm just saying. Okay? It's a good show, guys. It's a good show. I recommend it. I enjoyed it. I hope Lizzo continues this. Like I said, It's, it's, it was a good show. It's a good time. I enjoyed it. I hope you guys take some time out to uh, watch the show, watch the girls, follow them on social media, get to know them. And go under my comments. Once you watch the show, it's on Prime, on Amazon. And let me know what you think. Let me know what you think.